Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk. Your dodgy knees ready for the slopes? Plan your ski halls with Ryanair's low fares to Grenoble, Salzburg or Turin. Cheap flights, yeah, they sound great, don't they? Well, they could potentially become a thing of the past because Ryanair boss Michael O'Leary has warned that we'll face higher airfares this summer because of capacity constraints. It's all due to the number of planes. Airlines are going to struggle to meet demand for travel during the peak season. Dee is with us on the line today. Dee, should flights be more expensive anyway? Um, Hi, Andrea. Yeah, um, yeah, I I, I would kind of concur with that. But I think, like, the bigger picture is that, you know, we've had a 47, almost a 50% increase in carbon in the atmosphere since the beginning uh, of the 1900s. So, like, it has risen exponentially. Uh, and aviation counts for 4% of that. Can you hear me, Dee? You can. I can. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, go on ahead. Yeah. So, uh, aviation counts for 4% of global emissions. And, I mean, that doesn't sound huge, but it is huge. And, um, you know, planes are... Uh, it's problematic, you know? And it's it's wealthy countries that are you know that are releasing the most carbon, and uh, because it's the carbon emissions are related to wealth. So you've people in the global south who have never got on a plane, but it's kind of like it's it's we feel like it's our right and it's our, but we you know we're wealthy and we've poisoned the mill for 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 those to come. So we've legacy emissions. We've a whole lot of stuff um, wound around this thing. So no, I I I don't fly. Um, Unless I really have to, unless it's a family thing like a wedding or something that I can't get places, so I kind of stay on the ground, really. So you, you never. So there's people. no. You, there's sorry, Dee. There's no summer holiday for you. You don't. You don't go to Spain or. Um. I. Well, there is summer holiday, of course. I can in Ireland. I mean, I can. Go, yeah. Go no. 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 But you don't. You don't go abroad. You. You stay at home. I try. I try. I try not to. Yeah. Okay. I try not to fly. I could go right. abroad by uh, by ferry and then train. Of course, you can. But hmm. but I would try not to fly if I can. Yeah, yeah. And is that, sorry, is that, is that an environmental decision that you made? Of course. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You just decided that's it, unless it's something, a reason that you, that you, you have to, you you don't get on a plane. But, yeah, but I think we all, we all really need to think like that because, like, in the last eight years, having the hottest on record, sea levels are rising, extreme weather events happening all over the world, you know, it's, we're in a climate catastrophe and, you know, and and it's ironic that uh, just before the program came on at all, you've you've cheap right air flights. It just, yeah. It's, well, I, I it's played that bonkers. deliberately at the start of this, actually. No, no, but, no, no, no. But before that, there was. I mean, sure, there's uh, sponsorship you know, advert around the weather. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you there's, think there's, there's flights are just, yeah, they, they should be, uh, they should be more expensive anyway. Okay, well, yeah, what, almost out of reach, so that. It's, we're only doing it not at the drop of a hat and that we have to think about it and, you know, and we have to figure out maybe we go once every couple of years or whatever. Or, but, do, yeah. but then do they not just become, you know, they're, 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 they're really just at the accessibility of, of the wealthy then? But it's the wealthy, of course, the, the problem. I mean, we had less of a problem when, when I mean, there are other ways. We have to, we have to change our thinking, Andrea. It's, it's not, we really have to change our thinking and say like, can we, you know, can we stay? Can we do bike? Can we do train? Can we do boat? Can we do, and boat isn't great either, but at least there are more people on, on a ship than, than can get on a plane. 
um, it's prob- it's a huge problem. Okay. And yeah, Thomas is with us on the line as well. It's eighteen hundred four five three one zero six. I want to hear people's thoughts on this today. Should flights be more expensive anyway? Do you think they're too cheap, Thomas? Um, I think they can be too cheap. Um, I wouldn't so much subscribe to the kind of the hair shirt approach of that no one should be able to travel ever. And I say this as a former frequent flyer. The reality is for work, and I have to say, I haven't flown for leisure since I think about 2016. Um, but like I, I would have been traveling to meetings pretty much every month. Uh, I have burnt through well and truly, as far as I'm concerned, any sort of carbon budget. But that's the reality, right? Like Michael O'Leary going on. I mean, this is this is the the typical thing, you know, it goes on about individuals taking one holiday. We know that the reality of the majority of aviation emissions are not coming from people taking one Spanish holiday or maybe two, uh, you know, every three years or whatever, uh, that the reality is that the majority of it is travel for business and uh, also frequent flyers. And so we need to address that. We need to do what other countries are doing and trying to reduce the actual amount of um, alter- like the flights where there could be an alternative. Like you, you mentioned there about, um, you know, how do you get to, to France? Uh, our family holiday, when, when we were growing up, we went on the ferry. There's absolutely nothing mm. wrong with taking the ferry. Um, there's nothing wrong with taking trains. There's like Spain at the moment are implementing vans. Now, unfortunately, it's been watered down a little bit as well. Um, but it, the original proposals, I think, were for anything, any flight that was under four hours. But your 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 client or your, sorry the other uh, person there is a hundred percent right. We are in a climate crisis, hundred yeah. percent, and we need to reduce the average emissions. But the reality is, we need to take an approach which allows people who are not contributing the largest amount um, to not have all of their opportunities to travel and see the world and everything else taken away from them. So what and are you instead, saying? That the, the the more you fly, the more you pay, Thomas. There should be absolutely, and there, even there if even if a lot of your yeah, yeah even if a lot of your flying is for we'll say for instance I have a couple of friends who who would fly a lot for genuinely for work purposes. Yeah. So does that mean then that when they go to get in the plane to go away on their summer holiday, or will they reach their cap of four or five flights or whatever we're going to cap it at? They'd I have to wonder pay. if you I, I wonder if you asked your friends how often they would actually rather just do whatever meeting it is that they're doing. Oh, they far prefer it. A hundred percent. I mean, like, I, I'll, I'll give a simple example. I had two meetings one day after the other. One of them uh, was Paris. I spent longer in the queue in Dublin Airport than I did speaking at the event. And then the, the now, I, I was obliged to do that. I had no choice. There was no option for a remote uh, thing whatsoever. This was post-COVID. Um, the following day, I had an event where I managed to do the entire thing from my sitting room. And the engagement was twice what it was. But the amount of emissions, tons of emissions that we contributed for, for for what reason? And this was a this was organised actually by the French government. So what was the point? What was the point? And so I do think there needs to be looked at very very strongly. Um, you know proposals around frequent flyer taxes and encouraging uh, companies, businesses, and departments of agriculture. The other thing that that does bear mention about. I mean, it's a joke. The Department of uh, you know the Environment and and other departments in Ireland are talking about. Oh, we're offsetting our emissions, so it doesn't matter. Offsets are a joke. They don't they they don't work. Um, we know that we've there's been numerous okay. uh, so investigations into is, this, is so we, a, we need to reduce it. Is it a cap then that you want in the number of flights that people can take, or should there just be minimum pricing no, on flights? I mean, the proposals have been that essentially, as you increase your total uh, flights, that there would be um, an increased fee. 
and then that money would re- redistribute it again through states in the same way that we currently we okay. have a similar model with the the energy model right let's the more say, you fly instance, the more you the pay yes yeah, exactly. Yeah, I do wonder though, like if we, you know, I know some flights can be ex- exceptionally cheap, all right, no doubt about it. But I, I do wonder about people who are working hard, they're saving up all year, they're planning to go on their family holiday and they're just, you know, any price hike w- w- could very easily make that one holiday a year utterly unaffordable for them. And I'm sure that I can see from the messages today, a lot of people probably feel like that. Rory is on the line with us too, Thomas. Rory is from um, Rory's Travel Club. Just to explain, Rory, to people, like this is because of the number of planes that are available to airlines across Europe. That's why they're going to struggle to meet demand because so many of us want to travel during the peak season. Yeah, absolutely. And the first thing I'll say is Prices work uh, on a dynamic. On a, actually, most airlines work on a, on a dynamic pricing structure. So, you could see flights, and people will talk about the flights that are twenty, twenty-five euros from Ireland to France. But that same that on the seats on that same plane uh, with the last ten, twenty, thirty seats could be two hundred and fifty euro. So, in terms of people need to realise that not every seat on the plane will be twenty-five euro. It might only be the first twenty, thirty percent will sell at that price, and then the prices will start going up. Um, so that being said, the average price isn't going to be 25. It could be 100 or 150 euro whenever you work it out overall. Um, and what I what I what I do think on this here is obviously it's up to every, every single person can contribute in their own way. And of course, we do need to be completely conscious. Um, I don't think it's it's uh, should be on each individual consumer. It's most likely going to be up to either the government or the airline to increase some sort of tax or put some sort of levy on this. Um, that that being said, I do think raising flight prices just for this alone will mean that there could be less people flying, and this could have a huge impact, as you said, on countries that rely on tourism, and Ireland being one of them. Um, so there's there's arguments both sides of the coin, um, but I don't think that making flight prices more expensive is the answer as a lot of Irish people could potentially miss out on going on their holiday once a mm, year. Yeah, no, that's the point made by a lot of the texters. Like, I see Denise has got in touch and makes the point, like, price them out of reach for who? The common people who saved hard to go on a sun holiday because they can't afford a holiday in Ireland because of the price. I've never been on a plane, um, and that's, okay, that's down to fear, but the ferry is an option, not practical for mainland Europe. Uh, you have children, luggage, the, the whole lot that goes with it too. Like, ferries also contribute as well. You know what I mean? It's not just the, the aviation sector. I mean, let's, let's be honest about it. You know, the other side of it, though, um, the idea of paying more, you know, the more you fly, the more you pay. Do you like, do you think people would buy into that, Rory? Um, to be honest, it's going to be very, very hard to monitor, um, especially as, especially as individuals can book seats for the whole family. So how do you, how do you actually monitor that? It's going to be very, very difficult. Um, do I, and what I what I'll say as well is, and many people listening will have noticed, especially if you've if you've uh, your friends or family out in Australia, New Zealand, Canada, America, flight prices since the pandemic have went way up. Since uh, have went way up. Um, I know you used to be able to go to Australia for less than a thousand euro return. It could be fifteen, sixteen hundred now. So the prices now for the likes of that are are way up. They're up almost 50-60%. So with stuff like that, I don't think the onus is on the consumer to pay the levy or whatever it is. It should be, of course, on to the airline or the government to incorporate as part of the fares because the fares, um, although there is some cheap fares off-peak, off 
for a family to go on holiday in the summertime, it's three, four, five grand, which is already unaffordable mm. to some families. So to kind of to put an added um, to put an added percentage onto that price uh, could price uh, going away um, out for so many people. What is the expectation around the um, the level or the the price hike that people can expect, Rory, this year? I see Ryanair are talking about ten percent more than their prices yeah. last year for the summer. Yeah, it's it's hard to know. Um, and again, again with with flight, um, depend, and this this goes across the board. Um, any type of holiday, even with hotels in Ireland, we work with quite a few. Um, the the thing is, if you're flexible with your dates, you will get a much better price. So, mm. obviously, sure most families aren't with school. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, in terms in terms of ten ten percent, and if that's if that's on the flight a flight alone, it could be an extra two or three hundred quid. Um, that being that being said, my my tip is definitely definitely shop around. Um, and if you are booking a family holiday this summer, definitely use a tra- definitely I would be using a travel agent, especially if you're paying three or four, three or four grand. Yeah. There's so many different variables, and for the for the percentage that they take, um, it's worth the weight in gold to have that um, expert knowledge and having that peace of mind and having everything booked for you. Patrick is with us as well. Stay on the line, Rory, if you don't mind, for a few minutes. Um, Patrick, do you think flights are too cheap at the moment? I don't, actually. Um, <clears throat> what I would like to say is that I know with, in relation to Michael Leary, um, he doesn't have all the aircraft that he ordered just yet. And I think with some of the um, Airbus crowd, they have issues with their uh, with their engines. So the likes of maybe um, some of those fans and some of those big carriers, they're going to have less planes in the air because mm. they, some, a lot of those engines maybe have to be modified or, or changed. In relation to uh, heaping on um, um, extra money on the people who are flying, I have a big issue with that. And according to their mention about the climate, there is many scientists out there who will actually argue the point that aviation and cows are not the problem to the climate change. It's been going on forever. There's activity on the sun. There's activity, you know, with um, movements within the earth continuously that create a lot of them. Um, a lot of disturbance in, in, in the air and in the sea and all of that. So it's not just, we can heap on money, money, money and on to try and restrict people from flying, but the climate will not, it won't actually change the climate in that way. And we need to look at that. And if I'm getting up at six o'clock in the morning, getting home at seven o'clock at night, I want to be able to, you know, be able to experience other countries and bring my family away and enjoy it. But this thing of trying to restrict, you know, only hardworking people, and heap on lots of uh, extra money onto them in the sort of thing of called of saving the planet. I have big issues with that. Yeah, would it be fair now, actually? R- R- yeah, Ryan O'Leary's, or Ryan O'Leary, sorry, Michael O'Leary, I should say, his point today it was, wasn't actually about the environment. I mean, he made the comments because he was talking about um, the number of planes and capacity constraints and the fact that airlines in general across Europe are, are going to struggle, struggle to try and meet demand, um, particularly oh, during yes, the, the peak, agree. you know, the summer season. Yeah, okay. John, yeah, that's a lack of airplanes in the air, but I would say just before you let me go, that um, the only issue I have is supply and demand. I have a big issue with that term because I believe it's uh, a kind of ex- exploitation and greed. We don't need to increase those profits on by 
charging people a lot of extra money just because there might be a shortage of seats on planes. That's wrong. John has texted in to say uh, people talking about travelling to mainland Europe and not getting um, the ferry. There is a ferry that goes from Ireland to Bilbao in northern Spain. You can bring your car and all the luggage you want, says John. Another texter, our family of four flights from Knock to Italy return this summer. €1,400. This, to me, isn't a cheap flight. We may fly once a year at a push. Any increase would make it utterly unaffordable. And I'm self-employed. My wife works full-time as well, says this listener. What about Annette? Annette, you're in tune. Do you think our flights are too cheap? I don't. I don't. <laughs> because uh, we, all our family, well, most of them live abroad in three different countries. And you're talking, it works out fairly expensive, but it's cheaper for us to travel to them than for they to travel to us with the young children. As in the flights out of Ireland are cheaper or just because they've got, you no, know, they have young kids? We, we'd be two people and they could be five or six. Okay. Do you fly much in it? Once a year to Once visit year. family. Yeah. And I'm sure you, you know... And I'd be heartbroken if I couldn't see them once a year. Yeah. Other than that on the screen, you know, the screen doesn't make the same no, it doesn't. impact. No, and you don't build up the same context. And for you, this is something that you're probably planning ahead in it. And... Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, you know, uh, but uh, like our son in Norway now and his family, they came down to Fortaventura for a week so that we could have the heat and uh, save on their flying time. But they need the sunlight as well mm. because it's been so dark all year. Somebody else actually, I see in the WhatsApp making that point as well. Um, John, he says, I live in the west of Ireland. I suffer from seasonal affective disorder. I, I, Absolutely. I, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a frequent flyer in the winter months. I don't have the luxury to pay for an increase in flights. We are a vegan couple who've decided not to have children. We've cut our carbon in our way. Ferries are, are, are not great either and we don't have any connection to mainland Europe. So we all need to try and offset our own carbon emissions in our own way. Like that, that is a, that's a fair point, an interesting point actually, I think too, from John. What about you, Nikki? Do you think our flights should be more expensive? Um, not really. You're going to start pricing out those that barely afford the flights to start with, like your your text um, that mentioned a second ago. I, it's a hard one, right, because climate change is a thing and we need to fix it, but I don't think taxing uh, the poorest um, that go away on vacation that save up all year to go on that one family vacation a year, or maybe even every two years, is the way to do it. Um we should be making uh, better planes that run like with less fuel or with better fuel or electric planes. Like we have electric cars. Um, but I've travelled, but I've got cheap flights coming up. Um, but I went from Belfast because I live in Roscommon, so like going to any airports to travel as it is anyway. So like just up the roads a little, like a little bit longer in the car, but the flights were way cheaper. And if I was flying from Dublin, it would have been twice the price. Um, and it's a family of five. So like me, my husband and our three children mm. are going on vacation. But we've also taken the ferry to France. Um, and I take your point about offsetting your own carbon. Like we do that ourselves. We, have, we drive an electric car. We have solar panels, 22 of them on the roof. Yeah. <laughs> like we have a bank account where you spend X amount, you start getting trees planted. Um just from everyday spending, so like buying our groceries or whatever, we we do try and, you know, keep our carbon footprint down at least. So, like, we do go away on, like, 
trips to like we're going to Disneyland Paris with our children. So like it is hard to like have three children on a plane as well to add um, the cost of it. So, so yeah, it's you know, and then look, I, I know there's there is the whole. I mean, every week we're reading reports about the the state of the environment at the moment, and worldwide, um, and how are we going to offset? Get better, but I think that's like technology based as well. Like we need to invest in carbon capture. We need to like have our planes running on better fuel. We we just like we need our cars running on better fuel. You know, it's. I don't think it's like our job, like. Passengers' jobs to pay for that. That should be a industry. Okay, that, a lot of people yeah. getting getting in touch actually about this today. Peter in Cork says seriously, get over yourselves and stop defending the indefensible. I think this is a great idea. I'm tired tired of hearing colleagues taking long weekend breaks in the Canaries, driving big SUVs on a pay as you go basis, charging their megaphones and work, and then moaning about how expensive their summer sun holiday is going to be. What a joke! Taxing the climate users, abusers is spot on, says Peter. Another texter, 10 euro flights advertised from Cork Airport on the same weekend that my local gap pitch was destroyed to the tune of 100 grand because of climate change makes me sick. Tom says, I'm sick of people saying that Ireland is too expensive to holiday. Five of us rent a house in Killarney in August every year. It costs about 28 euro per head per night. The pint is a fiver. The dinner is 15.95. It'll cost 15 euro for the five of us to get down there. So beat that, says Tom. And another listener says, soon it's going to be the only the ultra wealthy who are going to be able to afford travel, nothing changes. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk.